Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Hello, I'm Promise, and you're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us. Before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today, and I just thank you for being inside our midst continually. And just giving giving us what you want us to say. And not allowing us to speak what we want to say. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, amen. Good morning and welcome, everybody. We are continuing our study on the Lord's house. And I'd like to thank all the listeners for bearing with us, uh, me especially, <coughs> excuse me, as we, uh, in case I'm sure you have uh, observed or listened and heard some some changes to the, the normal format. Um, and uh, we're working those things out as the Lord's leading. So thank you for the grace that you've you've given to allow us to to sort through through some of that stuff. Now this morning we are going to again reread Psalm 48 because I know that the Lord has uh, spoken uh, through His Holy Spirit with you guys about some things, and we absolutely want to give each of you the opportunity to share so we can all learn and grow together. All right. But to start off, can I get a volunteer to reread Psalm 48, please? Um, you said Psalm 48? Psalm 48, yes. I know we've covered quite a few different scriptures here. And at least two of them have 48 in there. Okay, I found it. All right, Layla. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in his holy mountain. Beautiful in elevation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the sides of the north, the city of the great king. God is in her palaces. He is known as her refuge. For behold, the kings assembled, they passed by together. They saw it, and so they marveled. They were troubled, they hastened away. Fear took hold of them there, and pain as of a woman in Perth pangs. And as when you break the ships of Charshish with an east wind... As we have heard, so we have seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God. God will establish forever. We have thought, O God, on your loving kindness in the midst of your temple. According to your name, O God, so is your praise to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is full of righteousness. Let Mount Zion rejoice. Let the daughters of Judah be glad because of your judgment. Walk about Zion and go all around her. Count her towers. Mark well her bulwarks. Consider her palaces that you may tell it to the generation following. For this is God, our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to death. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Amen. So, as is our normal custom, I want to open the floor for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit speaking and ministering to you. And, of course, ask any questions that you have. So I'm going to jump in and mess it up so it's not going to be normal right off the bat anyway. All right. So I just wanted to kind of comment about that. So one of the things I admire about you and Kamisha, and I hope our listeners do as well, too, is that 
Um, we're not stuck on formalities or no, routines no. <laughs> or rituals or any of those things. So it's stuck on being led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. And um, I hope by now, as you've listened to the last couple of episodes, <clears throat> we're now in the third, starting the third one today of uh, this series um, about mm-hmm. what we're wanting, building the Lord's house, that there's a lot coming. Amen. And, um, we don't know when this is going to end. <laughs> no, I'm just going to just going to continue to enjoy the journey of what God's doing. It's a great time to know that we're going to become more Christ-like, Absolutely. and we're going to be drawn more to each other. Amen. And I just want to remind our listeners as we're talking about that that you're welcome to participate here with us anytime you want. You can come join in on the podcast. Absolutely. Um, and you can find out about that by visiting a day of prayer at uh, dot org or emailing at a day of prayer at yahoo dot com. Um, if you like what you're hearing, uh, we'd love to know it. If you don't like what you're hearing, we'd like to know it. If you think we're blaspheming the Lord, we'd like to know it. If, if you need to call us out on something that we're not right in Scripture, let us know. If you're growing in Scripture, please encourage us that yeah. we may encourage you so we can continue to be energized to do the things that the Holy Spirit has called us to do. Amen. And, of course, if you feel led to support this ministry, that's always appreciated. And you can do that by visiting adayofprayer.org. And you find all the links there, many places on how to give and how to support this ministry. But really a heartfelt invitation for you to join us anytime Amen. for the uh, podcast. Uh, we also um, do a monthly uh, chapel service uh, here that it takes place in my business. But where you know, it's, this is the Lord's house. Saturday. Uh, all the time worship. anyway. But, yeah, it's, it's a, a more formalized Mm-hmm. time of that so um, there's lots of opportunities for you to join support be a part encourage communicate and you can find all those at a day of org or contact us at a day of prayer at yahoo.com amen well thank you brother i appreciate that and appreciate you letting the listeners <clears throat> excuse me um know all the different ways they can uh, get in contact with us and have the opportunity to connect you know both um whether online but especially in person and doing my best imitation of you. And, <laughs> and now is our custom. And I know as the Holy Spirit is leading you, does any of you have any questions or anything that the Lord is wanting you to share? <laughs> so. So, Charles. Okay. Well played, sir. <laughs> okay, I just want to quickly talk about, it's not even a verse, it's just the beginning. A song, a song of the sons of Korah. Mm. I just found that very interesting that it was the sons of Korah who created this. Okay, explain, sir. Just because when you go to number 16, you can see mm-hmm. where they rebelled against Moses and how the their mindset of the Lord was inaccurate. So I just found it interesting that they created the psalm and you can just see the deterioration of their mindset and the way they looked at him. Well, so previously they had a misunderstanding. Right, or what they thought they knew was inaccurate. But just as we were talking, I think at the beginning of this, uh, during the introduction, not today, but this series, it's about growth and development, right? Yes. So it's not that they deteriorated, they elevated or grew in both their spiritually and naturally, in their mind and in their heart. But we're all subject to making those mistakes. Absolutely. I mean, yes. Peter, right? <laughs> you are the Christ. You are the Messiah. The, you know, and Jesus mm-hmm. says, oh, blessed are you because you have been told this from heaven. <laughs> and then me, next thing Jesus says to him, get behind me, Satan. I mean, we're all subject to that. We need to, we need to um, 
Renew our mind. Renew our minds, but also it's mm-hmm. similar to what Paul says, work out our salvation with fear and trembling because mm-hmm. we're all weak. Any of us could be the sons of Korah at any moment and yes. be in rebellion to God. Exactly. Or Judas, right? That's another example. Yeah. And nobody, none of the disciples knew who it was until the Lord said, this is the one. And Jesus washed his feet too. That's Absolutely. Gosh. But that was a choice. Yeah. So we have the choice to make, right? And now what Moses said, I set before you today, both the blessing and the curse. But then he encouraged him, choose life. That it may be well with you and your seed and your children's seed, right down to the third and fourth generation. I mean, like, man. So let's choose life. But you see, even in this, right? There was growth, as you pointed out there, LaCharles. There was growth. They didn't remain in the downtrodden place that they were at and saw where they saw their their own kin, right? Family members and whatnot go down to the depths of of Sheol alive, right? It, they didn't remain there. And you can that's very evident through this song. Anything else you had to share? Or anyone else wanted to share? Uh, yes, I did want to share. Well, please do. <clears throat> a few weeks ago, the Lord told me to ask him for a new field. I had absolutely no idea what he was talking about so i asked mommy so i said mommy do you know what this means and she said yes it has to do with building the lord's house and so after she said that i went and asked the lord okay in which aspect and he showed me like i was dreaming at this rate um it was a open field and there was just like like rows of maybe lettuce maybe some kind of leafy other kind of leafy vegetable that grows close to the ground and there was like these little uh yellow spikes in between them um and i went over and touched one of the yellow spikes and it hurt me and i said i was like ow and the lord asked me why i touched them and i said well i i just wanted to see what they were he said you should have just asked me i was like oh (laughs) okay and so i said lord what what are these and he said these are the things that are causing the field that you're in to be um unfruitful and you can't plow or grow here because of these little yellow spiky things so i said lord what do i do and and you you have a pair of prune pruners or something a plier so i can cut them down he said no you have to get a, a, a whole new field and i said why they're just on the surface and then all the green stuff was away, but it was the same field, and I just saw massive, like, mushed together looking yellow spiky things in the dirt, and there was, wasn't anywhere I could have walked without um, hurting my feet by stepping on the points, so he said, you have to ask me for a new field, so I said, okay, Lord, can I have a new field, and, and then it changed, and there were different, there were trees instead, and they were, um, linked to another dream that I had had. Dad, you remember the one where I told you it was the white, the oak tree. When you walked out of our house, there was an oak tree. And then mm-hmm. by the end of the dream, the tree turned white and it had the red streaks in it. Those were the kinds of trees that were in this new field. And okay. so I said, Lord, I've seen these trees before. Why, why are they here? He said, because they're supposed to be in my house. This is the anointing that you have to build my house. I said, okay, Lord. And then I woke up after that because I had to use the bathroom. But, um, mm-hmm. and then I was reading in 
first chronicles when david was telling solomon now these are the kinds of gems and stones that i have gotten with all my might so that you can build the house of the lord and that it would be extravagant and better than all palaces in the whole earth that everybody would have to come and admire it and go this is the house of the lord and so the lord had told me he said he's given us an anointing and this is for everybody given us an anointing to build his house and now and now it's up to us to go out and do it back in um maybe it was leviticus when they started building the ark and god had called the craftsmen those that worked with um purple and the blue um cloths and the gold workers and the ones that worked with the jewels he gave them a specific anointing to do that job mm -hmm. and dad you had told me um one point that i the kind of gift that the lord has bestowed on me doesn't work right when i'm in rebellion it doesn't mm -hmm. sound no. right it doesn't there's a, a disconnect and you told me that if well, i wanted it's oh, not just you it's for anyone the, yes. the giftings the anointings that the lord has given right and the calling yes. and the per does not work when in rebellion that's for everybody just in this specific instance you had you made it known to me because before then i didn't know I, I thought i was the greatest singer in the house and then dad said when i'm in rebellion my gift doesn't work right there's a disconnect and those that are listening on the outside can always tell and so the lord told me he said I have given my people this anointing, but there's a disconnect because they won't follow me. They won't do what I'm asking them to do. And so I said, well, Lord, am I one of those people that's not following me? He said, if, he said, for a time you were, but I give my grace to my people so that they can come back. And they're not um, permanently estranged from me, but they can come back and continue the work. And so I said, okay, Lord what what is it that you need me to do and he said i already told you and i said oh okay lord and then after that i um i wouldn't say i stopped talking to him but it came up later we'll be reading proverbs um kind of like a morning bible study thing it's become really really fun um but in proverbs twenty seven twenty three, it Solomon says, be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend to your herds. Mm. So now it's time for us to be about our father's business and be attentive and aware of those kinds of things. No more is the time for sleeping and yeah, Lord, I'll get to it in five minutes. No, no, no. Your five minutes have been long gone. You need to get on it now when mm. we need to work together. We can't be each pulling in our own direction and trying to do our own thing because then nothing will get done. Nothing worthwhile will get done. And isn't that similar to what Jesus said? The time is coming, and yes. now is the time, right? And he said yes. that a few times, right? Or it's recorded, at least a few times that he said that. That yes. matters. And, and it's time, right? Knowing the, the signs of the times and the seasons. <clears throat> but how did he know that? He was listening to the Holy Spirit. Who takes from the Father and discloses it to us. And isn't that part of the pattern example? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Anything else? Or anything that someone else wants to share? I have something to share. Well, please, share it, sir. Okay, the Lord was talking to me about the last half of verse 10 where it says, Your right hand is full of righteousness. Let Mount Zion rejoice. Yeah. 
Let the daughters of Judah be glad because of your judgment. And so the Lord reminded me of Proverbs 29 verse 2 where it says, When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked man rules, the people groan. Okay. <clears throat> and I had asked, I said, and the Lord compared it with David and Ahab from Kings. Ahab from Kings and David from Samuel. Okay. Explain. And so the Lord, the Lord said, well, the people followed what Ahab had said. And so the Lord said that it's not what the physically what the people say. It's what they think inside of their mind, inside of their heart. So even if if you go, oh yeah, this guy is so great, but inside of your heart you go, oh man, I wish this guy had never gone to power. That mm -hmm. the Lord's good. He's gonna go by that, and he also reminded me of. Why is that, sir? Explain. <clears throat> Explain the why. Because what someone's saying and what someone's thinking in the heart is two different things, right? So this is the point you're making. Yes. So why would he go by not what was spoken, but what was in their heart? <clears throat> Excuse me. Why? The Lord said that he's going to go by that because out of the, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right, but, and I understand that. But what you just, the example you just gave... There's a disconnect. What someone was saying in their heart and what came out of their mouth were two different things. Yes. So the mouth didn't speak what was in the heart. It was a lie. It was deception. Right? Yes. They said one thing, but clearly what, in the example you just gave, they thought in their heart was something else. It was in opposition. Right? Yes. But the Lord is the discerner of the thoughts and intentions of the heart, is he not? Yes. So he knows what's truth. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Well, that makes all the difference. He's not a man that he should lie. He's going to go by truth. Right, weren't we just reading about that? Um, I believe in a previous one of the previous podcasts, right in Isaiah 48. Yes. They said these things... Right? Yes. Yes. But then what was the truth? They, they weren't living it out. All that while they may have said something and called themselves the children of Israel, right? Yes. And said the Lord was their God, they didn't trust him. They didn't depend on him. Right? Yes. So it matters. Not just what we say, but the the what we think in our heart. It matters. And we'll find that here in the pattern, right? Now, actually, we, uh, we read it in, in Revelation, right? Nothing will enter the kingdom. Nothing that's a lie or, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So, it matters for us. But first and foremost, it matters to the Lord. Nothing that's a lie or causes a lie will enter in. We, in the natural, 
kind of have this perspective, oh, it's just a little, it doesn't really matter. No, no, it absolutely matters. What's a lie do? It calls good evil and evil good. So at its core, it's an opposition. And right, I believe it's John eight forty four. It says very plainly that the devil is the father of the lies and father of lies, and when he lies, he's speaking his native tongue. So it matters immensely. Now, Layla, uh, you had brought up about the oaks. <coughs> Isaiah sixty one. Verse 3 says this. The end of verse 3. Well, I shall read all of verse 3. To console those who mourn in Zion, <coughs> excuse me, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spring spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Isn't that exactly what we see in Jesus? Yes. Okay. But then you brought up this great... You said that the trees are supposed to be in my temple. Yes. Okay. Um, in Psalm 52... Verse verses eight and nine. David makes this statement. But I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. I will praise you forever because you have done it. And in the presence of your saints, I will wait on your name, for it is good. Now, I know we haven't gotten so far into the, the plans of the house of the Lord. But I, I want to ask this. Um, well, I'll make this statement, and then I have this question. And the statement is, if we study the, when we study the, the plans of the house of the Lord, you will notice that there are no trees in the plans. Right? For the house, yes. for the Lord's house. Okay. So, also, if you look at this other scripture in First Chronicles. Would you clarify what you mean by <coughs> there's no trees in the plans? There are no, so the only trees or plants that you see or we will read about, are carved images overlaid with gold. That's it. There are no living plants in the house of the Lord. Right? Does that, does that, make, does that make better sense? Yes. Okay. Now, I also, so there's this other, this other scripture, and I'll have this, qu this question for you with this, right? David... <coughs> says and, and this is in first chronicles 28 verse 11 says david gave his son solomon the plans for the vestibule its houses its treasuries its upper chambers its inner chambers and the place for the mercy seat 
and all the plans that he, uh sorry and the plans for all that he had by the spirit of the courts of the house of the lord of all the chambers all around of the treasuries of the house of the lord and the treasuries for the dedicated things also for the division of the priests and the levites for all the work of the service of the house of the lord and for all the articles of service in the house of the lord and then it talks about how he had he that david gave all these things right but then he says this to solomon it says, and this is in verse 20, 1 Chronicles 28, 20. And David said to his son Solomon, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear or be dismayed. Oh, sorry. No, let me, let me back up. In um, <clears throat> verse 19, David says, All this, David said, The Lord made me understand in writing by his hand upon me all the works of these plans. So this is... All the plans for the house of the Lord. But here in Psalm 52, David says, I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. So how can David be a green olive tree in a house that has no living plants in it and is not yet constructed? He's talking about the spiritual house of the lord not the natural building most of the time and i'm included in this i get caught up on looking at the natural just what's um here that my eyes can see but all the time god is talking about the spiritual things first and then the natural um humans tend to think of the natural first the things they can see and then they'll move on to the spiritual as they progress into that stage but god wants us to think of the spiritual first and then the natural because the spirit came first mm -hmm. and he, we were in the community with him and then he made the earth and put um adam and woman in there later to be called eve and then it's continued like that so when david said i'm a green olive tree in the house of the lord he was talking about his spiritual being and god's presence in the, in the mm -hmm. spiritual realm not in a literal building because as you pointed out dad there was i never read david say and i've given 200 shekels of mulch for the for the the garden of the lord it wasn't no. in there okay anyone else and, and you could draw off stuff that we have already discussed and and first and foremost however the holy spirit speaking and ministering to you Okay, I'll just go with the um in the first podcast you're talking about how in the United States we have stuff we call ghost towns because it has no people in there. And how if you read the scriptures, David's referring to how he's in the presence of the Lord. There's no longer a separation there. The trees which represent represented people in the temple, we were separated at that time by the veil. That's when Jesus died and was resurrected. The veil was torn in half because the separation was no longer there. So David, um, I'm not sure exactly where I've seen it, but you could, some, in Psalms you can see that David has prophetic, prophetic gifting sometimes and how he sees stuff that's not quite happened. So I say David's looking at the when we will be reinstated with Christ and how in there, when in the heavenly community, when he comes back again, we'll all be in the temple with him. Like in Revelations, it says, 
that will be inside of the new Jerusalem and there will be no sun for the Lord will give off light and he will be in the city with us. So I say David's referring to that, to the mm-hmm. time when the Lord is with us and we're just in his presence and he's fully alive. That's why he calls himself a green olive tree, not a dead stagnant one. Okay. I can see some of that. Absolutely. What else does scripture tell us? That we are to be rooted and grounded in him, yes? Yes. Okay. We also had brought up and discussed Joshua, yeah? Yes. It says very plainly that Joshua never left the tent of meeting. Right? Yes. So, and even we see it with Elijah. Even though he's standing before this king, Ahab, right? Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. He's standing before this king. He says that he is standing before the Lord. Right? He's a, he's yes. addressing this this person and also the the demonic spirit within the person. But he says, before the Lord whom I stand. Right? Yes. Doesn't Gabriel say the same thing? Yes. As uh, when he gives his bona fides, as it were, right? Yes. He says he stands in the presence of the Lord or before the Lord. So, how can you be, how can each of those examples be in two different places? It's about living in the presence of the Lord, no matter where we are. And, and I'll, I'll just give that short answer. We can discuss it more on the next one. Um, but it's just a question I wanted everyone to, to ponder and, you know, let the Holy Spirit minister to you. And, and of course, if there's any questions, um, you, you can always reach out and contact us at adayofprayer.org or through our email, adayofprayer@yahoo.com. We'd love to hear from you and, um, and of course, discuss the word with you. So let's pause there for today. There's a lot, lot to process, and we will resume again on the next episode. All right? Okay. All right. Who would like to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Charles. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for being a good and gracious God to us, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for giving us the opportunity and the choice to be and to come into you, Lord, so that way we can enjoy fully of who you are, Lord. Not just a little perception of what we think you are, Lord, but that you fully show yourself to us, Lord, and demonstrate your grace and your mercy, Lord, and that you have a conversation to us, Lord, as friends, not as servants, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you for the grace and the Holy Spirit that you have given us, Lord, and we just thank you for the people who are listening to these podcasts, Lord, and that you have shown immense favor and grace in their lives, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.